Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Breastfeeding twins can be challenging anywhere, even in the comfort and privacy of your own home. But unless you plan on being a hermit for the next few months, or you do exclusive bottle feeding, chances are you'll want to venture out with your twosome and breastfeed them in the process. So how do you do this? Does it have to be tandem nursing? Our expert twin mamas share their secrets about breastfeeding away from home. This is Twin Talks, episode number 19. The ultrasound shows your babies to be healthy. What? Did you say babies? You're huge. Are you having twins? Are they natural? Which one do you like better? Twins, huh? My neighbor's cousin's brother's uncle's a twin. So can they read each other's minds? How do you tell them apart? Twins? You got a two for one. Do twins run in your family? Double trouble. You're not having any more, are you? At least you're not Octomom. If you're pregnant with twins or you're an experienced twin parent, odds are you've heard it all before. Now it's time to hear from the experts. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. Well, welcome to Twin Talks, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Twin Talks is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for expecting and new parents of twins. And I'm your host, Christine Stewart-Fitzgerald. And have you heard about the Twin Talks Club? Our members get bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts. You can subscribe to our monthly Twin Talks newsletter and learn about the latest episodes available. And another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Twin Talks app. It's available in the Android and iTunes marketplace. Before we get started, let's go around. We've got some panelists in the room. So let's see. Let's start with Casey. Um, my name is Casey Haynes. I'm 37 years old. I'm a uh, middle school special education teacher. I have a five-year-old girl and 21-month-old boy-girl twins. I'm Andrea Lehman. I'm 43. I'm an economist. I have three children, a seven-year-old boy and five-year-old twin girls. I'm Shelley Steely. I'm the producer here at Twin Talks. I also teach high school history. I'm 30, and I have two children, identical twins, who are about 20 months old. And I am Sunny. I am mommy to four under four, two of which um, are older boys. And uh, let's see, three and a half. Let's see if I can get this right. Three and a half, almost two. Those are my boys. And I have identical twin girls, Ainsley and Addison, who are now four months old. I can't believe it. (gasps) They're already four months old. They grow like crazy. <laughs> wow. And um, and as your host, I'm Christine Stuart Fitzgerald. And I've got uh, four and a half month, four and a half, four and a half year old <laughs> uh, identical girls. And then I also have a uh, singleton um, who is now uh, almost 17 months old. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply All right. Well, today we've got a special segment where we do our app review, and uh, we're looking at different apps that uh, address some of the issues that we as twin parents experience. 
Uh, and today we're reviewing an app called Jim Tuck, and it's available on the iTunes Marketplace. Um, and I, I kind of stumbled across this when I, I was reading an article on um, one of the different news sites, and it uh, talked about a woman who had lost, she was, she was overweight, uh, she had lost 110 pounds, um, and so this was a very transformative experience, and um, she was using this app. And uh, then she she had she got pregnant and had twins and she was had a really healthy pregnancy stayed active throughout the pregnancy and lost her baby weight right away and she continues to be healthy and I thought well you know this is really interesting um, so the app is called Jim Jim Tuck and it's um you know kind of unique in that um, it's it's really based on videos and uh, you know you look you turn this on and it's kind of got this really you know splashy sexy layout and you kind of get distracted by the guy that's performing <laughs> the exercises um, and um, it, it kind of gives you a series of videos you can watch a video of him demonstrating um, different exercises and then you set a little goal for yourself and you have how many reps you can do of that exercise and then you kind of report on how many reps you did and you earn points and then that opens up more videos and this is this is this is the free version that we're talking about there is also a paid version that's that's twenty dollars um but you know i think gosh if if i was investing in in something um i mean 20 bucks it's probably cheaper reasonable. than a trainer right? yeah, yeah exactly cheaper, cheaper than, than a, a trainer <laughs> <laughs> um so now one i guess one thing i liked about the, just the, the convenience of this the these exercises they're just short little videos so you can do um, any of these exercises um, at home and doesn't require any equipment um, so that might be great for um, you know twin moms who are you know in recovering after after you know postpartum if after a few weeks after you've been given the green light and you know you don't have um, you know two hours to go to the gym and you know your kids are not even allowed in the child care so what what do you do so I know Shelly and, and uh, Sunny what did you guys think of this so it looked um, it looked great to me. I'm not a gym person, um, but I definitely was a lot more active before having twins. And my biggest struggle after having the boys was first finding time to work out um, because I usually wanted to be sleeping. But once <laughs> I got once I started getting that sleep down again, it was well, what can I do in 20 minutes that's actually going to make a difference? Because you know the gym membership is cut out of our budget. A personal trainer is a pipe dream from my young single days, um, and this looks great because it has has just little videos that shows you exactly how to do it and you can kind of do it at your own pace you don't have to put in a dvd and then or download something on netflix and then a baby cries and and you're done this is let's look at the exercise i can start doing it and then come back to it without having to start over or leave it on the tv so i like that aspect of it um it also lets you do something called betting on yourself we were looking at and that's you know i bet i can do 25 of these and if you do 25, you get points. And if you do 30, you get more points. And I guess the more points you get, the more activities you can do. So um, for those really motivated um, people who kind of like a challenge, this would be great. You're kind of competing against yourself. Yeah. Then, you know, so. Um, I the, my, my issue with the app is that I don't think it's really intuitive. Like, I, I don't really know. Um, I just kind of want to stare at this hot guy on the screen. <laughs> I, I don't really know what to do past that point. Like, it's like, continue, upgrade, share, watch trailer. And how did you guys get, like, points or money to be able to use to even watch one video? I'm, like, stuck on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, it's not, I, I agree, that the interface is not so intuitive. You kind of have to, you know, tool around in here to figure out what the next step is. I mean, like, on the front, you know, you you're supposed to click on continue, but you have to figure that out. And then it goes to this page, which I, I think was kind of comical, 
um, you know, the exercises, they're not actually called exercises, um, but they have procedures. So if you're going, instead of going to like a cosmetic surgeon, you know, it kind of breaks it down into the areas you want to work on. So they have like one section that's abs, but they call it tummy tuck. And then there's another section um, called love handle lipo. <laughs> so you work on the side. So they kind of divide up into, you know, those different areas. And then once you click on these different, what they call procedures, categories, then it takes you into the the various list of the videos for that, that area. But yeah, and you have to touch on the name of it and then it gives you further information about how you can you know bet against yourself oh i see i think it's um some of these it does let you download and then some there's like a a little message or something that pops up that says you have zero dollars or maybe some of these are paid even from the get-go because i was having some trouble but now it looks like i'm able to download yeah yeah i think it is a little bit confusing on um what's you know open and the free version and, and not so um you know, I guess that's the, what they suck you in. <laughs> right? So there is a paid version. So this is the free version and then the paid version, what, nineteen ninety nine, something like that? Yeah. Where it so. opens up all, I think there's like 530 different exercise Yeah, you videos. know, if I, had, if I had worked really hard to get into the best shape of my life before I had twins and that was a priority for me, I definitely could see this being a great solution. Um, like I said, that's... Wasn't even close to in the best shape of my life before I had twins and certainly not after. So um, I don't see it as something I personally would use, but I can really see the appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think for the right audience, this probably isn't for me, um, but I think um, I need a little bit more hand-holding right now than mm-hmm. what this provides. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> A little more accountability, I think, than just competing I'm against myself. I'm on the stroller walking right. exercise yeah, exactly. track yeah. at this yeah. point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but I think it's a cool app. I, I think it's it's really pretty to look at. I mean, it actually it's kind of weird. I don't know if this is on your um, on your iPads, but on my iPhone it won't let me look at it vertically. It yeah, has it's to only be horizontal. horizontal. Yeah. So only yeah. landscape layout. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would say so, I, and I like it too. I mean, I guess, and this is again, it's it's exercise. Um, fitness um, focused. It, it's not um, no. offering nutritional advice. No. It's no. just purely purely fitness. So um, it'd probably be part of a whole health and fitness yes. you know, yeah. routine. So, so for the right person, I would say thumbs up. Okay. No, yeah. yeah, I definitely yeah. agree. Thumbs up. Awesome. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's topic is breastfeeding twins away from home. And today we're talking with our expert twin mamas who are here to share their tips. And so, hey, thanks for joining us, everyone. Everyone here has uh, done breastfeeding twins. And I got to say, I know for me, that's probably one of the biggest challenges of having twins overall. (laughs) How old uh, were your twins when you first um, breastfed them away from home? Uh... Almost immediately. Uh, really? Well, because my son was one when my twins were born, and then um, my mom was helping us, and so she would take my son over to her house. So we always, every day, we would go and pick up my son, and, you know, there was always a feeding. feels like there's always a feeding <laughs> for somebody <laughs> yes. somewhere, right? 
And uh, I remember leaving her house and she'd load all three of us in the car to go home in the evening. And, you know, someone was always crying and she was always saying, oh, I feel terrible. And I didn't even notice at that point. (laughs) (laughs) That's just status quo. Somebody is crying. Um, But pretty early. And of course, you have to tote all the stuff. Oh, my gosh. So and we did syringes for the first couple of weeks because we were worried about nipple confusion, which was crazy, crazy, crazy (laughs) thinking. But. Now, I I imagine that it probably helped a little bit since you had an older one ahead of time. And so you were, at that point, an experienced, you know, breastfeeding mom. That's true. That had a lot to do with my um, mentality about it, that, like, I knew I wanted to breastfeed and I knew that I could breastfeed. And, you know, I didn't know for sure, well, I have enough milk and some of the, you know, the the issues that come up with multiples. And I didn't manage... It, I needed a, um, a lactation consultant before I figured out how to tandem feed in my own home. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get all that to work. Even even after somebody had demoed and given me the pillow, the special modified M- Monroe pillow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, uh, but it, that part was all a challenge. Still definitely a big challenge. Wow. Wow. How about uh, anyone else here? We started early on also. Um, so my boys were having trouble staying awake while nursing and they were losing a little bit of weight. So I went to um, a clinic to see a lactation consultant and they would have me feed in the office there and kind of show me how to get them done. So there was that. Um, And I also went to a breastfeeding support group with my sister-in-law so we could do the before and after feeds. And that was, I mean, in retrospect, just crazy. There's me by myself with two children and there's a room full of these people with their one baby and I'm just over here with like one on the corner of my seat and one like laying on the table and trying to balance them but um, it was important to me that I got that figured out so I could leave the house Um, at my parents I mean I was at my parents house a lot so there and then just you know any any errands that we needed to run or anywhere I needed to go when they eat every two hours by the time you have them fed and changed and probably changed again and dressed and loaded up and into the car and you get somewhere it's time to feed them again Mm -hmm. so I mean pretty much immediately we were feeding them everywhere oh that's good that's great I was gonna say now with my first I I breastfed um and I have to say the twins I tried I tried it it wasn't happening so I pumped exclusively I wish they breastfed because going out with babies at breastfeed is way easier than when you're pumping. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to pump and go out because you're pumping every two hours. You, f- you feed, you pump, you, ch- it's, you maybe have an hour in between um, and carrying around everything with you and finding a place wherever you go to pump. And I, I figured it out. And I think it becomes one of those things, too, where you just really – Becoming a mother, you lose modesty. Um, <laughs> but also becoming a mother, you really, you know, if people have an issue, that's their issue. Yeah, mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for myself, too, I, I remember, gosh, um, there was one time my husband and I, we thought, okay, we're, we're going to get out of the house and we're going to go to dinner. And my girls were uh, about uh, three weeks old at the time. And so this was our kind of first venture out and it was an evening and thankfully at that point you know they were doing a lot of sleeping and so we had the girls we went to this little Italian restaurant and we had the carriers kind of right next to us and we're you know eating and then I had my cover and I would actually hold one of them and nurse her under the cover and kind of you know eat with one arm and <laughs> do that and I remember people were saying oh they're wow they're only three weeks old I'm like yeah we're just we'll just do whatever we can just to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
at that point. Yeah. I have a little bit of experience with the pumping outside of the house and a little bit breastfeeding outside the house. But I will say that I feel like it's kind of cheating because my experience has been coming here for the tapings and we're in a very, it still feels very private here and everyone's so pro breastfeeding and family anyways that I could probably just pull my shirt up now and no one would care. (laughs) So I kind of feel like it's kind of cheating. That's really my only experience. But I totally hear you, Casey, when when it comes to carrying that pump around and I had a hospital grade pump and oh my gosh, everything that you had to take with you in order to make that happen. I recently just kind of switched and now I just bring my huge, you know, twin breastfeeding pillow with me. And, you know, if one starts to cry, I'll nurse her. You know, she may come in, you know, one of my twins may come in the studio as we're recording this and I'll just nurse the one if she's crying and then I'll just, you know, swap them out. Um, But then there's times where they're both crying and it's so much easier to carry a double pillow than to carry all those pump parts mm-hmm. so yeah oh definitely I, I say I even did it I even did it at SeaWorld on a lawn <laughs> <laughs> and I you know but it's like you know it is what it is and yeah. you do what you do and you know and in suit and there's no point in stressing I am um, milk supply was an issue with my first and with the with the twins I immediately was on the fenugreek I immediately like really conscious of what I was eating what I was drinking how much and and then the non-stress just the non-stress like it is what it is it'll happen I think my husband stressed more than I did <laughs> about about like in public he's more oh, yeah. mod- but he was more stressed out and I'm like hey you know they need to eat <laughs> chill <laughs> yes it's definitely hard taking the pump parts so when um, when they were little I would be worried about one be they were always hungry at the same time and so I actually had two pumps um, uh, two electric pumps one I kept at work one I kept at home and then I had a manual that I kept in the diaper bag. So what I would do is I would bring a bottle, just one, where we went, and then whoever got hungry first, I would put him on and then kind of try to placate the other one with a bottle until I could swap them out. Um, That was challenging just because of logistics. Um, And also whoever had the bottle was pretty upset that they that they weren't getting it fresh from the tap, if you will. So, uh, <laughs> And then the pumping out and about was, it's time consuming, but yeah, it is what it is. You just mm-hmm. you just stop caring if people are what they think. In the beginning, I would get really nervous. I, I could feel my face getting red and thinking these people are all staring at me and everyone's paying attention, and then you just you just stop caring. <laughs> I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of things to think about. I mean, so you know, we're thinking about, oh my gosh, I have to carry all this stuff with me, and then the idea of breastfeeding because I, I mean we all know that that breastfeeding in some venues is much more acceptable than other venues and so there's that sort of you know do we have this public consternation um and then how about even just exposure level I mean maybe as, as a you know a second time mom Casey I think you were much more comfortable I know for me personally as a first time mom to the twins it did feel pretty awkward even just doing a, you know, nursing one baby and there was no way in heck that I'd even think about lifting my shirt and putting two <laughs> babies and doing a tandem. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I mean, I see, I've seen the pictures, you know, post on Facebook of the moms, you know, proudly tandem nursing. I think, okay, that's just not me. Yeah. <laughs> so I know for me, um, one of my concerns was kind of exposure as well. I mean, how about you guys? Did you have any specific concerns? Uh, I took, we went to Disneyland 
with mm-hmm. the twins as infants when my son was one. And so, of course, I was breastfeeding at Disneyland. So at one point, I was on the train around the park, and uh, I, I not tandem. And I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. you know, I don't need to show the girls. You know, yeah. I, I don't go for the Hooters <laughs> overall, but, you know, I try to be yeah. discreet about it. So I was on the train, and a man sits down next to me because it's crowded at Disneyland, and he doesn't even notice until about five minutes later, and then he's he you know kind of moved off with disgust <laughs> and I was like you didn't even notice when you, you know when you sat down but so you know and I had um I think these might have been recalled but I used to have that sling uh, I forget over the shoulder carrier mm-hmm. and you could just pull it up so nicely yeah. you could feel like people couldn't even tell so you know I breastfed in the line to Buzz Lightyear and uh, <laughs> awesome. you do what you have to do with twins mm-hmm Definitely, yes. I think, like I mentioned um, when we were talking earlier, I wasn't really very concerned about modesty. I mean, I'm not a very modest person to begin with, and I just don't think that it's really anyone's concern how much you're showing while you're feeding your child. But the spectacle that you become feeding twins prevented me from tandem feeding in public ever because I got enough attention for having two babies who were the same size and looked exactly the same. I didn't need really kind of double the attention. I mean, even if I was feeding one and holding the other one, I mean, people would come over and kind of double take and, and want to talk to you and engage. And we all know how distracted babies can get. So um, I would kind of try to hide not out of any concern for my own personal modesty, but just to get people to leave me alone. You just wanted your space. Yeah. Yeah. You do feel like a spectacle. I was just, um, even even at the doctor's office, I just went to a doctor's office um, late last week. And, okay, this was a, a little crazy because I, I have a triple stroller, okay? So <laughs> I came in and the eyes just went right to my stroller. And, oh, my gosh, the comments I got about, how do you do this? How do you do that? That I thought, you know, I... I you just You just feel like you're under the microscope already that, you know, you know, flash a nipple and oh my gosh the world might explode <laughs> right so that's my biggest concern is yeah well what if one baby if I don't have my pump stuff with me what if one baby's crying while the other one's latch because I'm the same way I'm not unless I'm like in an environment like this where I can get out my big old pillow get on the floor you know I'm not going to do that I'm not going to bring my pillow to a doctor's office right my trick was once I had a well-established milk supply which wasn't for a couple months but I would pump first thing in the morning and not for the whole thing, but just like little milk chasers. Mm-hmm. And then I have those, those <laughs> two little bottles right. and I could stick them in with an icy and I just yeah. towed them with me all day. And so then it would just buy me some time. Right. So, you know, if I was in a place I could nurse one, I could give the other the chaser. And if I, you know, vice versa, and just till I could get somewhere that was comfortable or even sit down if we were out walking. And then if I didn't use them, I'd do them for cluster feedings in the evening. So I didn't have to spend a whole lot of time with the pump. I didn't have to carry the pump, but I always had something just to buy me that yeah that little bit of time and uh, right there's nothing worse than two screaming babies at once seriously (laughs) there's not oh my gosh yes we all know that part (laughs) um now you guys have talked about going to the amusement parks and of course i mean those those tend to be pretty family friendly um how about some other spots that you found you could be more comfortable in i mean did you have sort of your your place to go where you knew okay i can go to you know certain place and find some little corner to to Uh, breastfeed my home base if I could make it there in time, especially because as soon as I started, and I knew like it was, you know, literally to the hour, my home base would be my mom's house. Mm-hmm. But it never, I mean, and one thing we're talking about comfort level, like even being co- as comfortable as I was, 
um, I'll never forget my sister and bringing in her, um, I don't even think they were married at the time, bringing in her, at that time, um, fiancé and being like, oh, it's okay, my sister's pumping. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? Like, let me cover up. Like, you know, this is my home base. Like, you're bringing an intruder in. Like, come on, I was relaxed. You know, because I'd take the shirt off, take the bra off, it was just all free. And um, so even then, and I remember, like, pumping at school, and literally, I had my classroom locked, so I was comfortable. I was at my desk pumping. And people, even with signs on the door, people unlocking the door, people coming in oh. when you're screaming. Um, so, yeah, you, you do have to, I think you have to find a home base and a comfortable zone, but even then, sometimes it's not as comfortable as you would like it. I had students trying to break down my door almost when I was pumping, and I, you know, there's a sign, Mrs. Steely is not available. Um, I saw a kid get a chair, stand up on a chair, and jumping up to try to see in the window up top to see if he could see if I was in there um, so that was it, you know and janitors have master keys so you have to always kind of be aware I would always have a sweater nearby in case I needed to throw it on but on the flip side um, when I first went back to work my department head was um, a nursing mom also and I would sit through chats with her while I was pumping so I would just kind of throw a sweater on and we would sit there and touch base because otherwise I didn't have time to do you know everything you needed to do with babies that eat that often it's like pump check my email pump the kids are back here um I would say my home base outside of my house is my car you know I, I have to do that a lot with you know having four kids and inevitably I've got to take all kids with me when we've got a doctor's appointment or something like that and, and obviously if it's a medical environment like that I have no problem just breastfeeding in the in the waiting room well not really waiting room but when you're in your private room or whatever but um, my my oldest son has speech class um, on Thursdays and Fridays and I have to take all kids to go to that but they don't want me in the room with him so I have to drop him off and then sit in the car with all of the kids the, the twins and then my almost two-year-old and um and, and inevitably the twins see me and then they're hungry you know so then I find myself and then so I'm in this like school parking lot you know for speech class and just kind of you know tucked away and I, I feel somewhat safe there Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know for me, gosh, um, I would kind of even plan since I wasn't working, I would plan my trips around sort of some friendly, you know, places. So, um, so we go into, you know, like the, the big baby stores, and there's always a nursing room there. Um, and of course, I remember there were a few times with, you know, twin, just just the time it takes to, to, you know, to breastfeed. I mean, my gosh, my, you know, my girls were just screaming, and I was probably in there for a good 45 minutes. You know? yeah. <laughs> they could hear my girls screaming and <laughs> just wondering, okay, what's going on? But I remember, you know, that was a great thing where I knew they had a nursing room and they knew they had, you know, a comfortable chair and even had some pillows in there. Now, did you feel obligated to buy something after you went in there? Oh, no. That, that would be me. I'd really? be like, oh, let me get some gum on the way out or something, you know. See, I always needed something. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, up here in, you know, where, where I live, there's the, the Target's right next to a baby store. So, yeah. you know, you go in and 
inevitably on my way there or my way back, it would be like, well, we could use an extra bib or have we tried this kind of recipe yet? Or I think we're out of those snacks for the kids, you know, so it was, wasn't a problem for us. Buying. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the amusement parks here in San Diego are very nursing friendly. Um, mm-hmm. SeaWorld has a nursing room. Um, yeah. The zoo has a baby care area. It's even got a bench with a curtain and then another bench without a curtain. Oh, and great. it's in the shade and kind of private. Mm-hmm. Um, the safari park, the nursing room is in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, not my favorite place, but it's still a separate dedicated mm-hmm. place. So I think we're lucky here in California that and we are legally allowed to feed our child anywhere you're allowed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, my doctor's office has cards that they pass out and I keep it in my wallet just in case anyone ever wanted to say anything. Um, but you can, you can feed your kid anywhere here, which is a benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even the Del Mar Fair mm-hmm. set up a special, it was only my sister and I in there, but it was a special tent that you could go into to, we pumped in the tent. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I know some of my other favorite spots uh, were, okay, not that I'm plugging thing, but, you know, Nordstrom. Oh, You've yes. got, you know, a nice lounge area with really nice comfy chairs. And it's, you know, separate from the bathroom area. And, I mean, gosh, I would go in there and have my double stroller and, you know, sit down and get use their pillows. And it was, I felt like I wasn't, you know, in the in the bathroom and it was pretty relatively quiet and you got the nice music playing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you fell asleep. Yes. <laughs> some, yes. Of the malls, some of the malls have those baby care areas now with nursing rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, UTC has a nice, it's like a nice separate curtained off two rooms with comfy chairs and bean bags. But when they didn't have those set up, I mean, uh, a regular mall bathroom is not where you want to be feeding a kid. Yeah. So no. I definitely looked higher in department stores anywhere we went. They always have the nice chairs. Maybe changing rooms too if they don't have. Like, mm-hmm. will they let you do that? Has anyone tried to use a changing room to breastfeed? Maybe not to pump. I don't know if there's any. Oh, outlet. a dressing room? Yeah, all the time. Oh, okay. um, yeah. That's what I mean. At, uh, yeah, at Target, at the mall. Yeah. And they don't care Yeah, mm-hmm. because you're allowed to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's, that's a great idea. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so in, in addition to like the spots, I mean, when you do go out and you're, you know, doing your errands, I mean, do you have a normal routine for breastfeeding? I mean, I think we mentioned um, doing, you know, um, feeding one and then maybe bottle feeding the other or have you guys done tandem in private or, you know, how, what's your... What's your, your routine? Tandem's my favorite if it's private because mm-hmm. it is the fastest way to do it. And th- my twins aren't the same as far as their ability to latch properly. Like one can just like pick it out of like a dark room. I mean, she could just get to it like no matter what. And the other one, she makes a lot of sucking noises. I think there's some, you know, tongue tie issues there that we're kind of working through. So, um, yeah, but that's my favorite. That's my favorite because it's the, it's the quickest and, and they're pretty efficient about getting the milk out. I mean, compared to pumping. I mean, pumping oh, yeah. or triple feedings even. Oh, my oh, gosh. gosh. Don't even get me started on yeah. that. So um, <laughs> that's my favorite. And and I like to watch them look at each other. They're starting to get to that stage where they look at each other and smile a little bit and look at me. And it, it's if you can get all of the stuff out of your head that's kind of swirling from just being a mom and just concentrate on your babies, I feel like that's a really good bonding moment. And I, and I have this guilt thing, too, when I'm nursing one and not the other. I feel like I'm leaving one out. So that, to me, is like a way for me to just bond with them and include both of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Did, now, did you tr- try tandem feeding, I mean, um, pretty soon after they were born? or No, it really wasn't until the last month that I was able to do that just because they were they were born at 35 weeks, so they were, they were considered preemies, and so um, they were just kind of tiny mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And so 
Um, and then we did have some like tongue tie issues. We didn't have to do any surgery or anything, but it was like we did some um, like exercises to help loosen it up and you know get more movement there. And so really, they needed to be a little. Older. The head control is really important for tandem feeding. So when you have these little tiny premature newer babies, um, it's harder for them to kind of get comfortable. You. Um, it's easier to feed them one at a time until they can find a good position that works for them. Once they're a little bigger, a little stronger, they can kind of nurse in any position. So that was tandem feeding worked for us probably when they were about six or seven weeks. But I have full term babies, you know, if they're born earlier. Um, the routine, it just depends on how old they were. When they were little, it was the triple feeding. And sometimes I didn't nurse when I was out. Sometimes it was easier to pump because of logistics. You know, I could just bring two bottles that I had already pumped the night before. I could feed them both the bottles while they were in the stroller, you know, and then I could give my husband or my mom the stroller and go pump in a room somewhere um, or in the car, you know, before we went to dinner. So sometimes bottles were easier when they were little. Um, once they got more efficient and a little more patient, um, one at a time, whenever we were out, it was it was fine. They weren't too fussy about it. You know, whoever fussed first got put on first. It took about five to 10 minutes for them to nurse on one side and, and the other one could wait that long once they're, once they're older. And then once they got on solids about six months, life was just like a breeze. Nursing. <laughs> my, I had a friend tell me this and it's so true. Nursing after six months is like the reward for the first six months. If you can just make it through those first rough <laughs> six months, then the rest of it is just, I mean, it's just an easy, like, mellow routine for most people. <laughs> mellow. Huh. It was, <laughs> until they turned into toddlers, and then it was not mellow at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold that thought. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about more of the ins and outs of individual versus tandem feeding when you're out and about. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, welcome back. Today we're talking about breastfeeding twins away from home with our expert twin mama panelists. Uh, so if you did feed one at a time, so how did you keep the other one occupied? I think we mentioned earlier about having little, what, what uh, Andrea? Shots. Shots. <laughs> bottle I chasers. You said chasers, but I, I went to shots in my head. <laughs> Uh, I remember one time being out and about nursing in public where I was nursing one and I had one in a stroller and I think it was a place where I was inside and the car was right there so I didn't go for the double stroller. You know, at one point I owned seven strollers. So <laughs> I had like a, quite an assortment I could choose for the logistics of the location out of the back of the car. So for this occasion I had a single frame and with the car seat in it. So I was nursing one, and then the other, I had my foot hooked in the stroller, and I was just rocking it back and forth. <laughs> and I can't remember if they had the, the milk shot or not, but... <laughs> it's just a multitasking and coordination are one of the job requirements for twin parents. <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, you know, I, I, as Shelly had mentioned earlier, um, when they start uh, solid feeding, I mean, that's probably another option, too. You could, you know, maybe nurse one and maybe even do some solid feeding and then, you know, switch off something like that as well if you don't have milk on you. Sometime on on the pillow, if I if I'm tandem feeding, so it does kind of require you to you know be 
breastfeeding both at the same time at some point. But if um, sometimes I'll start burping one and the other one can still breastfeed. So that's kind of a nice, you know, way to kind of keep momentum with everything because usually my twins need to be burped at least once and then go back on the breast. So that's something that can kind of pacify one as, you know, one still They still nursing. get the contact. They do. Yeah. And, I, and, and a lot of times just when I'm holding them, that makes them feel a lot better too. Mm-hmm. They'll immediately quit crying if I'm just holding them. So mm-hmm. any way to kind of do that. So Sunny, you had mentioned that you do take your pillow with you. Mm-hmm. Um, how about everyone else? Do you carry you? I mean, your double pillow, or do you Never. improvise? <laughs> Never. No, it was it's huge a double pillow, and like I said, you become a spectacle. And I had enough stuff to bring with me, um, so I did. I kept the man, the single manual pump in my diaper bag until I stopped pumping at all, which was my boys were probably. Um, I think 11 months I stopped pumping. I had enough frozen milk for going back to work at that point. But um, I didn't bring any gear or pillows or anything with me, just whatever I had available. So if we were at a baby store, sweet. They had a nice recliner and some pillows. I could feed both of them. If we were out and about, you know, fine. Um, We actually, um, anywhere we went, so I had carriers and we don't, we're not big stroller people and the boys weren't real fond of the stroller unless it was like a nice long walk. So carriers were great for my husband and I, and we would actually just swap babies. So I'd have one in a carrier. He'd have one, whoever got hungry, I would take, you know, and then we would just swap back and forth. So um, I would say the carriers were really kind of essential for, for feeding because a baby that's attached to you or being held is going to be a lot happier not being fed than one who's staring at you from the stroller, mm-hmm. <laughs> from my experience. <laughs> I feel like they're abandoned in the stroller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can even take a single yeah. pillow out if you're planning on just nursing. I, I have a, a great single pillow at home and a great double pillow. I have actually have two double pillows at home, depending on where I'm at in the house. <laughs> but, you know, it, you know, that's another option, too. I would say that unless I feel completely comfortable taking my shirt off and just relaxing, I wouldn't take a double pillow out. It's just, you know, like here, I'll bring it here because I'll literally go in the room over there in the next hour and pretty much derobe and just feed my babies. <laughs> Do, am I going to feel comfortable doing that in another environment? Probably not. And then I also don't want the pillow to get dirty. There's a lot of, you know, stuff like that. So most times I just wanted to kind of make that clarification point regarding tandem pillows. That mm-hmm. Unless you feel completely comfortable, it may not be the best there's, option. There's no discreet way to no. tandem feed. No. Um, especially, I don't know how you guys were when your milk came in, but I mean, I was like a spectacle with my shirt on. So <laughs> had I lifted it up in public, I probably would have attracted the wrong kind of attention. <laughs> Um, As I say, the one item, and I still use it to this day, and every single car has at least two, and I use it for a variety of different things, is a beach towel. A nice Hmm. big beach towel. Yeah. What do you do with it? Roll it up. Like, yeah, just just roll it up. Use it as a cover. Use it as a roll. Use it, I mean, in so many, so many different ways. But like I said, literally every single vehicle we have has at least two. They're all matching, so you know which car they go in. (laughs) That's type A. (laughs) But it's a yeah, beach towel. Beach, and everywhere I go, there's always a beach towel in the stroller. I just beach, something about beach okay. towels. You can like, like roll that. it up and use it to position the babies, right. too. That's yeah. really smart. That No, that, that is a great idea. And so you can kind of probably just wedge it, you know, in between them just to keep them upright. So any other, um, you know, tips or tricks you might have on, on positioning, even if you're not doing tandem nursing, but just having a singleton out in public? Um, you know, especially when they're young, because I think it's it's a lot more challenging for the the little ones, you know, for positioning. I mean, once they're, 
you know, able to sit upright or kind of hold themselves, then, you know, <laughs> you can kind of just strap them, <laughs> hold them on. Um, but beach towel, what else did you guys use? I always did like a knee up too. Like if it's been, it's, uh, I, I think of like, especially restaurants, I'd go sneak into like a booth somewhere <laughs> and I would just do like the, like the one knee up to kind of posi- help position. So they're kind of leaning on yeah, your on knee. my knee, which is up to my boob, which right, is, right. it's kind of a gymnastic trick, I guess, in a sense, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I would go sneak off somewhere. But it, but I mean, you know, in those dire times, it helped. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Now that you mention it in dressing rooms, um, when I had, when it was just me and both boys in the stroller, I would have one in the stroller and I would give them just the little bit of milk out of a bottle if I was trying to feed the other one. But I would always sit on the bench with my back against the wall and both feet up. So I'm kind of like curled up in the corner because then you can use your knee to hold the baby mm-hmm. onto you and still have that other hand for the other mm-hmm. to entertain or feed the other baby. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you get very creative. And I, I remember I was always looking for chairs that had arms because that was always helpful because then I could figure I could, yeah, p- either take some type of um, even um, either a pillow or even take the diaper bag yeah, and sort of it. wedge it, you know, next to the arm of the chair and then lean on that. Mm-hmm. And then and it could still do somewhat of a cradle. Right. So I helped that help. Um, so how about, um, Andrew, you had mentioned, you know, you were wearing the sling. Um, anyone else doing some, say, baby wearing nursing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had, um, we had soft structured carriers. Um, the wraps I found was kind of too hot. Um, I just had like a stretchy one and it, it was hard to get on and off quickly. But the carriers, we had one that was adjusted for me and one that was adjusted for my husband when we would go out. Um, and yeah, you could feed pretty easily in a carrier. It takes a little bit of practice, but the baby covers you mostly. So it's just a little bit of kind of wiggling. And, and then no one can tell that you're nursing at all. I mean, especially with the hood over the baby's head. And then, like I said, if I needed to feed both of them, I would feed the one I was wearing and then we would just swap them out and I'd feed the other one. And then um, they'd pretty much happily just pass right back out. And then we could walk around. I did a lot of baby wearing at the zoo um, because we could put all our stuff in the stroller that way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, or just or leave the stroller in the car once they got a little <laughs> bit older. So I would say baby wearing was really, really, really helpful for discreet nursing. I've yet to master baby wearing and nursing. I hear so many good things about it, and I so want to be one of those moms that does it. I think it's just going to have to, I don't know, take some time. And I always feel like I'm just suffocating the baby. I, feel, <laughs> I just, I do. I feel like my whole boob is in their face, and they can't. <laughs> I, I don't know, but um, I, I think it could be tremendous, especially if you've got other kids and you need your hands free to not only your twins, but, you know, you've got a toddler that's running around, too. Or it's something. one of those born out of necessity kind of things. Mm-hmm. So I, I found it very stressful the first time I tried, but it was so re- like such a relief to have a happy baby that it was kind of worth the struggle to get it all set up and once I once I got over the thinking that it was hard and you know because I feel like I was always sweating and like red faced you know just worried about is this going to get going fast enough can I figure it out are they going to be okay are people staring but once you once you get it the first time it's like oh this is a totally doable thing and we can do it in the future oh yeah you know I have to say I I think the idea of baby wearing you know and nursing I mean hands-free nursing I mean that is so liberating yeah now I I never actually got to master that and I really wish that I would worked hard on I know um for my carrier 
um, there are some videos, and so they would show you how to sort of adjust the straps on it. Um, so I, I think I tried it a couple times, but I didn't really pursue that. So I think that's one thing. If I were to do it all over again, I would definitely get that down <laughs> to be hands-free and then be able to enjoy some other things and take care of the other one. <laughs> um, now, how about, you know, we, we talked again, kind of being on the road and being out and about for longer periods of time. What about traveling and doing road trips and oh <laughs> through the airport? I mean, that's a whole nother category in of itself. Um, do you have any tips, you know, in that well, regard? I, we were going, oh God, how old was she? She was five or my first five or six months old. And we were, it was a last minute road trip out to Arizona and she was crying in the back and I didn't have a bottle, but we didn't want to stop. We were almost there. So I'm like trying to lean my, over her with my boob in her face. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I was trying to be that. And I'm like, how do people do this? Like, I can't put my boob, like it's not working. Like, I can't get my boob in the carrier. And so it was horrible. So I ended up taking her out and feeding her. But, um, uh, you know, with the, we do trips up to Mammoth and with the twins, I, Especially if it's a long trip, I'd say definitely have bottles on hand Mm -hmm. just in case. If you have opportunities to pull over, by all means. We always had a trailer with us, so it made things easy. Um, But definitely that's the time where you want to have those bottles on hand if possible. Mm -hmm. And plan your trip around mealtimes. We would try to leave super early in the morning so that by the time we did stop, it was breakfast time. And then we were back on the road and hopefully we got to our destination by lunchtime and even with the oldest, it makes life easier mm-hmm. to try and plan around those times, nap times. How about um, going through airports? Yeah, so we did road trips. We went up to L.A. a couple times, and we would I would just feed them right before we got in the actually in the car. And when they were really little, I, I would pump, too, to have the bottles. So I would nurse both boys and then pump whatever extra, and I was lucky to have plenty of supply. So um, one time we actually had to pull over in Oceanside, and you'd think – you could make it, you know, we're almost there. But if you've ever listened to two babies hungry, crying at the same time, nope, it is not worth those (laughs) 30 extra minutes. So I actually ended up feeding them and then pumping at a gas station. Um, We just pulled over and I just got in the backseat of the car. But um, airports, we flew when the boys were, I want to say they were 13 months, Um, but they were still nursing. And it was actually probably the like a lifesaver for us, I would think, because it's the easiest way to keep them quiet. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, my husband was in one row with one baby and I was in the other row with the other baby. Um, Remember, you can't have two lap children in the same row. So if you're not buying them seats, you have to sit separately unless you luck out and get an extra seat. So um, I would just feed whoever was fussy basically until he like milk drunk kind of passed out and then <laughs> and then swapped him out for the other baby. So for us, it was actually really nice when flying because it was a good way to keep the babies calm. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine, I mean, I didn't actually get to do that. Um, my, I think the first time we went on a plane, my girls were uh, weaned at that point. But um, if when you're breastfeeding on a plane, w- mm-hmm. was that somewhat comfortable? Because I mean, sometimes I think you know you're you're sitting in your your seat and it's such a small space that it, it's, in a lot of ways it's pretty private. Think, what did anybody you think? notice? Yeah. To be honest, I was sitting next to men on both flights and nobody even really seemed. I mean, but you know, they at that point, as long as they're sitting up, you know, so anything over like I said, six months, you can just sit them on a knee. They have enough trunk support to be able to hold themselves up, so it really just looks like you're leaning a baby against you, and you. Know, know it's a little bit of maneuvering on one side or the other to get them latched but I nothing I mean I didn't feel exposed at all it was pretty comfortable and I would use the blanket but it's cold you know the air is blowing right <laughs> yeah. onto the baby anyway right. so huh. 
Uh, I've never been brave enough to to fly with infant twins. Uh, I had done it with my son when he was about four months. And on the plane, too, the other thing that's really nice about the nursing is for the ears Mm -hmm. with the takeoff and the landing, Mm -hmm. where you just pop them on, and and the nursing really helps with that. And, of course, it's a great way to soothe them on the plane. Yeah, I I sometimes miss that. I mean, my boys, um, they mostly self-weaned around 17 months, and sometimes when they're having just a really bad day I kind of wish like I wish for that easy (laughs) soothing like it used to be so easy to get you quiet (laughs) there you go well um, thanks so much to um, all of our panelists for joining us today and for more information about breastfeeding twins away from home or for more information about any of our panelists uh, visit our episode page on the website and this conversation continues for members of our twin talks club and after our show our panelists will tell us about some of their breastfeeding Oops, stories. <laughs> so for more information about the Twin Talks Club, visit our website, TwinTalks.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So this is our feature on annoying comments people make to twin moms. This one is from Amanda in Rhode Island. Taking my twins out in public gets frustrating and annoying if you're in a hurry or you don't feel well. I have eight-and-a-half-week-old boy-girl twins. I clearly dress one as a boy and the other as a girl, but I still get, are they identical? They must be two boys. And then I get, I'm so sorry. You have your hands full. You must never sleep. That's got to be expensive. Bless your heart. The worst one is, oh, a boy and a girl? Aren't you glad that it's one shot and you're done? Really? Glad to know other people are making that decision for me and my husband. That wraps up our show for today, and we appreciate you listening to Twin Talks. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals, if it's for expecting parents, and our show, The Boob Group, for moms who breastfeed their babies, and Parent Savers, your parenting resource on the go. And next week, we'll be talking about having singletons before twins. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.